morning. It's March 2nd. And here in the Northeast, we have a Northeaster. Very appropriate, I guess. Um, so I have a quote of the day from Mark Twain. He was an American novelist, humorist, a short story writer. Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer, those are his works. The quote is, Kindness is the language which the deaf can hear and the blind can see. So that's by Mark Twain. Stay safe. Stay dry. Take it easy out there. And happy Friday. Today's horoscopes by New York Post, Sally Brompton. Aquarius, the full moon warns you that you need to be careful when dealing with financial matters, especially those that involve other people. Each move you make must be okayed with your partners and associates. If you act on your own, they won't be happy. Pisces, with so much cosmic activity in your sign at the moment, you honestly feel you can do anything and everything. However, today's full moon could bring you down to earth a bit if you stretch your resources too far. Don't forget your human, Pisces. Aries, if you lose interest in something that was previously important to you, that's okay. The planets indicate it may be time to rethink your priorities, especially on the work front, where you seem to have fallen into a bit of a rut. Change is good. Taurus, time will be limited today, so decide what two or three tasks are of most importance to you and focus on those to the exclusion of everything else. You can catch up with the rest over the weekend or early next week if you can be bothered. Gemini, today's full moon warns this is not a good time to commit yourself to anything risky. Be especially wary of people who promise quick financial returns. Most likely, they will try to sign you up to something that benefits them more than it does you. Gem, uh, cancer, you must expect upheavals of one sort or another over the next 24 hours. Today's full moon will affect others more than it affects you. But one thing it will do is focus attention on your weaknesses and challenge you to turn them into strengths. Leo, a friend may ask you to help them out today, and of course you will do what you can, but don't do too much. Let them know right from the start that this is a one-off event. You cannot afford to bail them out each and every time. Virgo, the more others expect you to fit in with their plans, the more you will fight against it, and rightly so. Go your own way. Do your own thing. And don't worry if some people complain that you are not a team player. It's okay to be an individual. Libra. You may have to flatter someone who does not deserve it, but that's okay. The more you go out of your way to be nice to people today, the more cosmic points you will chalk up for later when you need others to help you. And they will. Scorpio. You should know by now that you won't change others' Attitudes or beliefs by coming on too strong, it just makes them dig in their heels even more. Today's full moon urges you to be patient, not just with others, but with yourself as well. Sagittarius, you don't lack for confidence, but that may not always be such a good thing. Today's full moon warns you need to be a little less of a know-it-all and a little more willing to listen to other people. Your future success could depend on it. Capricorn. There are some battles that can never be won. And you need to be aware of that fact today or you could mistakenly take on someone who is way too powerful for you and end up looking silly. 
the full moon's message is to know your limits. And these are your horoscopes for March 2nd. If today's your birthday, March 2nd, you are a hardworking person who knows how to take care of business. You also have a very loving and giving side to you that is unmistakable. Those who you have let into your heart feel comfortable and safe with you. Partnership means the world to you, and you will do whatever it takes to make it work. In fact, you are more successful when you are content in a loving relationship. Although you are very forgiving, you are not a pushover either and will expect others to meet you halfway. Famous people born today include Dr. Seuss, John Bon Jovi, Karen Carpenter, Desi Arnaz, Lou Reed, Chris Martin. Happy birthday, Pisces. Today in Rock, March 2nd, 1955, Bo Diddley has his first recording session at Universal Recording Studio in Chicago, where he lays down Bo Diddley, which will top the Billboard R&B chart by the following June. Even though the song didn't crack the Hot 100, it was added in 2012 to the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry list of culturally, historically, or aesthetically important American sound recordings. 1957, the Dell Vikings saw their biggest hit, Come Go With Me, enter the Billboard Top 40, where it would peak at number four, selling over a million copies in the process. 1960, after completing his military service with the 1st Medium Tank Battalion, 32nd Armor, Elvis Presley left Germany. On his way back to America, he set foot on UK soil for the first and only time when the plane carrying him stopped for refueling at Prestwick Airport in Scotland. 1961, the Everly Brothers had their third UK number one single with the two-sided hit, Walk Right Back, Ebony Eyes. 1963, the Four Seasons scored their third consecutive billboard number one with Walk Like a Man. It made number 12 in the UK. During the recording session, the room directly above the studio caught fire and the smoke and water began pouring in. Producer Bob Crew was so intent on finishing the production until that he blocked the studio door and continued recording until firemen broke the door down. Woo! That same year, the Cascades achieved their only Billboard Top 40 hit when Rhythm of the Rain topped out at number three. The song was also a top five hit in the UK. 1967, at the ninth annual Grammy Awards, Frank Sinatra wins Record of the Year for Strangers in the Night, an album of the year for Sinatra, A Man and His Music. Song of the Year goes to John Lennon and Paul McCartney's Michelle. And the new vaudeville band wins Best Contemporary Rock and Roll Recording for Winchester Cathedral. 1968, Cat Stevens checks into a London nursing home after he is diagnosed with tuberculosis. He would be transferred to a hospital where he would spend three months recuperating. 1969, at the 11th Grammy Awards, Glenn Campbell is presented with Album of the Year honors for By the Time I Get to Phoenix, and Simon and Garfunkel's Mrs. Robinson is named Record of the Year. Jose Feliciano is dubbed Best New Artist, and the Bobby Russell composition Little Green Apples is given the nod as Song of the Year. 
Mason Williams, won Best Instrumental Performance for Classical Gas, and Judy Collins takes home a statue for Best Folk Performance for Both Sides Now. 1974, Terry Jacks, who had left the Poppy family in 1970, had the top song in the U.S. with Seasons in the Sun. The tune was originally written in French, it was called The Dying Man, and recorded as an album cut by the Kingston Trio. It was recommended by Jax to the Beach Boys, who did record it, but declined to release it. Their decision worked out well for Jax, who sold over 11.5 million copies of the record. That same year, Stevie Wonder is presented with five Grammy Awards during ceremonies held at the Hollywood Palladium. He's honored for Album of the Year, Intervisions. He's honored for Pop Vocal, You Are the Sunshine of My Life. R&B Song Superstition, Best Performance Superstition, Best Engineered Recording, Intervisions. 1975, Los Angeles Police pull Paul McCartney's Lincoln Continental over for allegedly running a red light. They detect the smell of marijuana and arrest Linda McCartney for having six to eight ounces of the drug in her pocketbook. Paul was driving, but he is not charged with anything. 1983, Sony, Philips, and Polygram introduce a revolutionary new digital audio system called a compact disc that contains up to one hour of uninterrupted music. 1984, Mick Jagger's wife, Jerry Hall, gave birth to Elizabeth Scarlett Jagger. 1988, Paul Simon's Graceland is named Record of the Year at the 30th Grammy Awards. Bring on the Night by Sting is awarded Best Pop Vocal Performance, and George, Michael, and Aretha Franklin win Best R&B Performance for I Knew You Were Waiting for Me. 1991, 21 years after its initial release, All Right Now by Free reached number two on the UK Singles Chart when it was reissued to coincide with its use in a Wrigley's Chewing Gum TV ad. 1999, Dusty Springfield died of breast cancer at the age of 59 after a five-year battle. She would be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame less than two weeks after she passed away, having placed 18 singles in the Billboard Hot 100 from 1964 to 1970. In 2003, Hank Ballard, the writer and original performer of The Twist, died at his Los Angeles home after suffering from throat cancer. His exact age is uncertain, but most biographies say he was 66, Friends say he was actually 75. He originally released the twist on the B-side of his 1959 tune, Teardrops on Your Letter. But after Chubby Checker took the song number one, Ballard re-released his version and had a top 30 hit with it as well in 1960. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1990. 2012, Frank Ocean began a war of words with Don Henley after the Eagles drummer threatened to take legal action against the hip-hop star for sampling the 1977 hit Hotel California in his tune, American Wedding. Ocean was quoted as saying, Ain't this guy rich as F blah 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 K. (laughs) Why sue the new guy? I didn't make a dime off that song. I released it for free. If anything, I'm paying homage. And in 2015, ASCAP, 
The American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers announced that in 2014, the organization gained a 6% increase in revenue to just over $1 billion, up from the $944.4 million it collected in 2013. And this is your day in rock. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And after that, everything else was made in China. So, up on Blabbermouth.net, they have a story. And it says, former Guns N' Roses drummer Matt Sorum says his forthcoming autobiography will be the juiciest of the juiciest of the GNR books. I just, I'm wondering, how many GNR fans read? Okay, that might be mean. But I don't think a lot. I mean, I wouldn't read it. I like GNR, but I have no interest in any of their books. I don't really give a rat's ass what the hell they were doing. I don't know that anybody does. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess there are people that love gossip. But, you know, who's going to bother to read this? We're going to have TMZ go over it and just, you know, flush out the highlights. And we're all going to go, ooh, ah, oh, we didn't know that. But we're not going to buy the book and read it. The whole thing? Who has time for that crap? I mean, really. I mean... What is this, another Fifty Shades of Grey? No, it's probably not. So, you know, we'll just wait for all these, you know, the New York Post, all these reviewers. They can read it for us and they can go, hey, this was revealed in the book. And then we're like, oh, no way. And and that's the end of it. But, you know, this is not going to be a bestseller. Um, I don't think. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But my intuition says probably not. Okay, listen, you have a great Friday out there. It is an awesome day to stay home. I'm going to be doing some cleaning. I'm not driving in this mess. And don't drive in this mess if you don't have to. All right, be safe.